Welcome to Life Purpose with LC, me, your host of this podcast. I am so excited to work with each and one of you who are going to listen, gain something each episode, discover your best, biggest purpose in this life, and share everything valuable and meaningful for our mind, body, soul, and spirit. You ready? Hello, hello. Welcome back to my podcast. Um, I had plans to record much earlier, um, but literally life was throwing curveballs at me last week and I had to catch them and do something with them. (laughs) So um, I actually wanted to share about our adventure and experience traveling across Canada over March break. Um, <laughs> it got to just what happened in general, just because a lot of you who follow me on social media either knew through conversations or could see something was going on, but, um, and that's where all the curveballs came from. So it all started when we had planned to leave um, Ontario Friday, last Friday morning on the 11th. And it was just my son and I traveling with my mother-in-law to Prince Edward Island. And we were going there to visit some family and clear up some things. And we just thought it'd be fun to join her for company and for great memories me together and just even just driving across Canada is beautiful. Um, if you've never done the drive out East, I highly recommend it. It's beautiful. And it was actually really beautiful this time of year with like some snow left and the trees and the mountains. But so that's what we were doing. And Friday morning when we left, um, my little guy, (laughs) had literally thrown up what looked like a leprechaun and he had eaten St. Patrick's Day cupcakes the night before and it was all green icing. So my mother-in-law and I just thought, oh, like maybe he just ate too much icing and um, we, him and I had already done a little drive to get to my mother-in-law. So maybe just upset tummy. This is also my son who is six and a half in June and has never thrown up in his life. Never as a baby. Like I'm not lying. He's never spit up or vomited. So I was like, uh, <laughs> this is the first for everybody. And it kind of just told me that maybe something's not really right. But I thought we're going to be in the car for the next day. Although we're in motion, maybe he'll, it's just a little one-time incident or a 24-hour bug type of thing. Anyways, long story short, we get on the road and do we not have to stop so many times from Ontario to Quebec where we were spending our first night. But we got to our hotel and we had dealt with all the ups and downs um, of getting to that point first. And then we had a nice evening. Um, I mean, well... (laughs) I wish I was actually having this podcast done with my mother-in-law so we could laugh about it. Her and I had the pleasure of falling asleep to somebody on the other side of us in their hotel room having, you know, what kind of good time, like a real good time. So it kept us up a bit. Then our 
my little guy was up in the night throwing up and having extreme night terrors. That I, I think that's what it was. I think it was just a night, like a really bad nightmare. Again, a first. I had never seen him in this state of fear while still sleeping. I also later, later learned that it could have been triggered from medicine that he took from traveling and stuff um, on an empty stomach. Needless to say, it was not a fun experience. So we finally got him settled. So we did not sleep night one very well. And then we left the next morning from Quebec and we were trying to beat a snowstorm, which we did for the most part. We did get go through a chunk of it, but we got through by an accident. What's really an accident on the highway is what really set us back a little bit. But we then discovered a another little detour that <laughs> left us not getting to our destination in PEI that fr- that next night um, on the Sunday. My days are correct. Anyways, um, until about nine o'clock at night. So it was a long two days. Then to realize that my little guy wasn't feeling too well still. And then my mummy gut started to be like, "Mm, okay, we'll give it another day. We kind of laid load the first day anyways, and just hung out because we were just all exhausted. And then the next day I was like, okay, this is now day four. Um, I think I need to go get him looked at. And I mean, (laughs) I'm nowhere close to home. I, healthcare is just different everywhere you go, but I I didn't really have an option. So I said, what if it was something really serious going on? I ultimately thought appendix right away because I'm very familiar with the signs and symptoms because I've had mine removed at a young age. And I know a lot of other people who have, so I always worry that when there's like pain and he was having pains in his stomach and, um, the vomiting and diarrhea. So like in low grade fever is all adding up. So I end up in the emergency room with him for two out of the full four days that we were actually in PEI to discover, um, we had to go back, um, the day after the, uh, our first visit because we needed to do some more testing and stuff, but to find out that he essentially had, um, a gastro infection, like, or, like a virus going on in his tummy, but it was one that was like inflaming his organs. So that's why they even thought appendix the first name. So from there, we got the clear just to go home and hydrate and rest. And that's what he was doing all week. The poor little guy literally either slept away his week or was in the bathroom. And I felt for him so bad because the feeling of not being in your own comfort of your home and your bed. And though, um, Dave, my husband's aunt and uncle who we stayed with made everything so comforting and homey for us, it just still wasn't the same. And like, they were just so great about everything. It was just that feeling of wanting to be home. So, um, I was starting to feel it too, of course. And you know, Dave's back at home and he's worrying and he wants to be with us. And we're like miles and miles and miles away. But I really do want to share something. I experienced something for myself in all the 
curveballs and lemons thrown at us. And that was the daily habits and routines that I do for myself on a regular. I actually continued them through all the hard times while we traveled, while we stayed in multiple places, while I was on vacation, if you want to call it. (laughs) And I promised myself that it wasn't going to be a week where I just like ditched all my habits and forgot about them and indulged for seven days straight and not working out. I said, no, I'm sticking to my habits because I've gone down that path before. I've always just been like, oh, it's vacation time and everything goes out the window to then realize that when I return home, I'm like, oh, well, now I have to get back into reality and I feel like garbage and why did I do that in the vicious cycle of blaming yourself for losing all your habits and routines that make you feel good every day. So I promised myself before knowing that my son was sick, I said, no, I am sticking to routine and I will modify and accommodate how I can and need to. And yeah, I'll have a glass of wine and some cake if I want to, but I'm going to really just observe the choices that I made. And so proud of myself because I did on top of dealing with everything with my son, because it actually allowed me, I really, really focused in on this. It actually allowed me to be, again, the best version of myself for him in those moments. So because I stayed on track with my daily habits and routines and schedules as much as I could, my energy was good, even though I was exhausted, I emotionally had my anxiety of wanting to be home and feeling so far away from my husband and home and healthcare. It allowed me not to be anxious about it. I could control it better instead of just like playing the poor me or pity party me. Look what I'm going through. I looked at it as I had that energy. I didn't have as much anxiety. I felt good. I was sleeping better even though I wasn't sleeping. (laughs) The little pockets of sleep that I did get, I slept good because of what the state of my mind was. And I had more patience. I had more compassion because gosh, when you're basically solo parenting, of course, with other adults there that helped me out along the way, At the end of the day, you know, when your child's sick, they want mom. And so doing that for about eight days on my own um, can be very wearing, right? And I just so believe and know that because I stayed true to my promise that I made for myself, this week was, that last week and going through everything was so much more easier. And then here's the kicker. When I was able to get home, all my habits and routines were there. I just kept doing them and it was as if I didn't go away, but I did. And though it looked very different (laughs) from the stories I've said, which I still need to continue. So my son felt better the last day that we were in PEI and then we had to get in the car the next day and head back to Ontario. And... We again stopped in Quebec for an overnight 
And that's when Jack was feeling, my son Jack was feeling 100% himself again. And um, we walk into this hotel and there's a swimming pool. And the kid's face just lit up like a Christmas tree. He loves swimming. And was just so excited. And in that moment, I knew Jack is back. <laughs> That's Jack. And if he wasn't well still, he would have probably have just like been like, oh, a pole. Because that's how he was acting with his energy. And so he was so excited. Like, gosh, we got to the hotel around like 7.30. So like late or 7 or so and so late. But that kid made sure that he got to swim in. And then he goes to the receptionist and asks, what time do they open in the morning? Sure enough, they opened at 7 a.m. And he said, can I swim before we leave? And I said, yeah, for sure. Like as long as uh, Nana's fine with us in our travel time. So he made me get him up at 7 a.m. And he went right in the pool. And I'm telling you, he, that was a highlight of the kids week. And it, it was just so precious to see, um, even though he felt like he just had an awful week. So it was really heartwarming to see that for him um, and at least just have one little good memory in his back pocket from our trip. Um, And then we headed home and we got home late Friday night, just this past Friday. And um, the next day I kind of felt like I got a little kicked to the curb. And I think it was just everything had caught up to me and that I was just trying to like everything just sunk in, like I'm home and oh my gosh, that was a crazy week and all the things. But, um, I later learned that I now was getting the tummy bug. So literally get home and curveball number, I don't know, boom, out goes mom. And if you know what I mean by out goes mom, whoo, the ship may as well sail. I mean, the ship may as well sink. Remember how I told you guys that I'm either not good at my words or I mix them up sometimes? That was your perfect example. So I'm out for the count and luckily mine was only 24 hours where Jack's was a more like a week. But I was officially feeling 100% myself again yesterday. So I am back. I am home. I am healthy. And I'm super grateful for all those things and for my little guy. And I'm so excited to get into the last two weeks of March, which is crazy to say out loud. Um, Yeah, next week is last week of March, um, which is one of my favorite weeks because my birthday actually falls on the 31st and I'm actually going to be running a free little group through, um, my Facebook community page. And if you have interest in it, feel free to message me privately or go over to my Instagram page, um, to, get added to it. Um, it's going to talk all things. Just, you know what, just join the group. It's going to involve all the things. So it's only going to be three days, but loaded with some amazing information to, um, 
hopefully gain something out of or learn something. And yeah, it's going to be fun. And I'm going to be having a little giveaway um, at the end of the three days. So um, on that, guys, I just really want to say that when life throws you those curveballs, remember you are in control of catching it and throwing it right back. Meaning you get to choose how you're going to react to those situations that could trigger you to feel a certain way. So that's kind of what I got out of last week. I mean, my mother-in-law and I still had tons of amazing memories. We still laughed and had a good time with family and PEI, which was still really nice. So again, looking at the bigger picture of what can you learn from the situation and what were the good things that happened. So try to remember that in your just everyday either thinking or experiences because guys, those curve curveballs come and go all the time. And each time they do, you get another opportunity to trial and error and figure out how you want to react, how you want to propel back. So remember that because if you just go to the negative or the worst case scenario, you get stuck in the mud. And that's just the truth. The vicious cycle will continue. And I believe last week I cracked mine. I like said goodbye to the vicious cycle. And I'm sure, you know, I'll have ups and downs along my road. But I now know that I have the inner strength to fight against what my first thought wants to move forward in the best way possible. That was my March break, guys. And I hope you all had an amazing one or even just a better one than mine. And if you didn't have a better one than mine, I am sincerely sorry to hear that. And I hope maybe you reflect on that situation and try to focus on what I learned or what was good about it. So with my closing statement that I shared last episode and that you will hear moving forward, I will follow your heart, trust the process, and remember that everything that happens to you is happening for you and is all a part of discovering and creating your purpose in this life.